create all sorts of issues for ourselves and for others when we listen to and focus on the wrong voices. In the second and third chapters of Genesis, we begin to hear conversations emerge within God's creation. No longer is it just God speaking into chaos to create light and life and humans, etc. Now we read of God's word inviting his people into the most orderly, safe, and loving way of living. God is setting a light along the pathway for his new creatures, not wanting them to walk in harmful, unfulfilling ways. Rather, in love, he is reaching to them, saying, You're created in my image, so I know the perfect way of love for you. Follow my word. It is a light for you. This is great love. God has not left us to create our own pathways. Rather, he invites us to hear his voice and to discover life. However, even after hearing the clear word of God, people became all too easily distracted by other voices. In Genesis 3, a tempter enters the story and begins to draw God's people into a different way. He says things like, are you sure God said this to you? Don't you think another way would be even better for you? Sometimes it's those simple voices of doubt, a second guessing of God's word that so easily begin to entangle us. That voice of the tempter cut into the ears and the minds of God's people and offered an alternative pathway, a pathway on which created beings crafted their own image, their own names, their own boundaries of good and evil. After the tempter speaks, we read this in Genesis 3 verse 6. It says, When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree, which God had forbidden them, was good and pleasing to her eyes, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and she ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate it. Now, this was turning from God's word and saying, I wonder if there's a better path than his. Perhaps I could be like a God. I could choose as I wish. I could create paths as I wish. Yes, I will indulge as I wish. The world and my life belong to me. It doesn't take much imagination to see how quickly that way of life leads right back into the chaos and the disorder which God had just transformed in the beginning. To refuse the voice of God is to step outside of his light and back into darkness. Intentionally or not, we hide from our life giver and become disconnected from our guide, our breath. We become, if you will, uncreated. And ultimately, that means dead. Why don't you read all of Genesis 3 again today? You see pain, disagreement, fighting, loss of purpose, loss of comfort, loss of vision and intimacy, all flowing out of that distraction from God's word. That's why it says in Proverbs 14, there's a way that appears to be right to a person, but in the end, it leads to death. Now, the question for us is, is there a way back into life? And what is that way? Now, in short, the way back into life is that same all-creating Word of God, which we turned away from into death. 
Now, this turning back to God involves a simple posture of just listening to, receiving, and believing what God is saying to us and to his world. Now, we know in these days, God has spoken to us most fully and clearly in the life of Jesus Christ, God's word in flesh. Jesus is what God is saying to us and to the world. This is why it's written that although the wages of sin is death, the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Even as we become distracted and discharged by the voices in and around us, God has still spoken his word of life for us to pay attention to and to return to. His voice is always calling, come to me. All of this is a gift of love. And remember, God is love. Even at the very end of Genesis 3, that first man in his fallen state demonstrates this simple faith in God's love. After hearing of the multifaceted death which he and his wife plunged themselves into, Adam gives a new name to his wife. He calls her Eve which literally means the mother of the living. Now, weren't they just hiding from the life giver? Weren't they guilty, being punished, driven apart? Yes, yet it would seem that he trusted in God's help, God's covering, and God's promises, which had already been spoken to him before. I wonder, would you and I be so bold as to claim that name, the name life, today? Would you and I be so bold as to say, though I have listened to many voices and chosen many paths, today I choose you, Lord. There is light and life in his word. And today is the day for you to pause, listen, and say yes to God's word again. He will guide you, save you, deliver you, and give you the life that you were created for. In Christ Jesus, there is life. As we close, I wonder, what voices are guiding you right now? Are they within you? Are they from others around you? Are they from the world, from your past? What steps can you take right now to quiet yourself and ask for God to speak his word clearly to you today? And remember, Jesus is what God is saying to you and to this world. As you go through today, repeat this prayer regularly. Lord, you call me beloved. Speak to me today. I'm listening for you in the name of Jesus. Amen.